Okay, everybody, so uh, just as a PSA, uh, this is full of spoilers, uh, as well as our opinions. Like it, love them, agree with them, hate them, whatever. Uh, I just want to make sure everybody knows this is full of spoilers and chock full of our opinions. So I uh, hope you guys love the episode. Welcome to WOWL Comics Chat. So we're still workshopping different names, and so I, I promise we'll have a, a, a formal name for it going forward. Uh, but right now, in, in your hearts and minds, you can kind of just think of it as being probably the best comics chat out there. Um, and we have some some really huge comics fans. I mean, some uh, people that I love talking comic books with. You know, everything DC. Um, and so with me on the podcast, um, we have first up Hawkeye. Hey everybody. And then we have, uh, Boomstam. Hey guys. Also known as the person that's a moderator of almost every DC discord that's out there. Um, and then, uh, finally we have a, uh, not new name to the community, but, but a new name to, to the WL podcast. Uh, we have Digidax. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Oh yeah, no, it's it's great. And so, um, just for everybody listening out there, so this is uh, our first, uh, our inaugural episode of uh, us getting together, kind of talking about all things DC. That's not uh, DC Legends and everything that's going on there. You know, DC Legends obviously brought us all together, uh, but DC is is what made us first download the game, right, and hang out. So. We wanted to put together a podcast where we get together and just talk about, uh, you know, comic books. A lot of times it'll be latest issues of comic books. Sometimes it may be some other things that are going on um, in the DC, uh, you know, kind of comic verse. Um, but you know, just just fans of of all things comics, and you know, wanted to come to come together as a team and and kind of just talk through some of this stuff. So uh, really excited to to kind of you know pick everybody's brains on some of the things that are going on. Now with that, you know, I, I said and kind of teased it a second ago. So, you know, this is Digidax's first time joining us. So, you know, want to get to know him a little bit. Uh, so, you know, Digidax, you know, kind of tell us, uh, tell us about what brought you um, over to DC Legends to begin with. It was uh, May 2020, the height of the, you know, the COVID. There was nothing to do nothing to spend money on and i like to spend money so um my cousin sent me this game and a couple of my friends had already been playing this for years and at the time i was like i don't play mobile games mobile games so i picked it up started playing it and have been addicted you know since day one yeah cool and so when when did you first start getting into DC Comics and who's your favorite uh, comic book hero? It was probably watching Super Friends, you know, the reruns as a kid. Uh, back then, I probably liked the Wonder Twins when I was a kid. I'm like, yay, they're cool and they have a monkey. But uh, 
since then, um, you know, Superman's obviously my favorite, but most people pick Superman. So I'm going to go with my more, I guess, obscure, well, I mean, not obscure to DC nerds, but Booster Gold and Mr. Miracle are probably tied for my second favorites. Okay. Associate Superman as your uh, favorite superhero. Oh, yeah, by far Superman. Uh, you know, he's done it all. He's been around forever. Multiple TV shows, movies, you know, animated movies. Okay. And then what comics are you currently collecting? Uh, basically the entire DC Universe plus uh, the Ninja Turtles and uh, Hellboy whenever, you know, he releases it an issue i am not a marvel guy though okay so you have uh, obviously a ton of input you know as we as we kind of talk through everything dc every week so or every every two or three weeks so that's that's awesome uh what about you hawkeye like what comics are you currently reading uh nightwing and flash are probably one two for me right now uh action comics that just wrapped up the uh, war world saga was up there as well um, but I, I get a good bit of DC's output right now. And then just whatever image books, uh, draw my interest. Okay. Cool. And then what about you, Boom? Uh, basically same as uh, Digi. I read, uh, every weekly comic, uh, that DC posts, uh, that brings out every week. Uh, uh, I sometimes, you know, skip the more, uh, I don't know, the more, uh, Sometimes like uh, the, the the black label uh, ones, I think, you know, like a nice house on the lake and the basket full of heads. I don't re- really read those, but uh, yeah, every uh, superhero themed comic book I uh, try to get my hands on. And so I'm I'm probably um, a little like the opposite of you guys. So I read a, I actually read a ton of Marvel. I know I know everybody. Um, oh. <laughs> But but I also I do read a lot of DC and so you know generally um, you know my weekly stuff is um, you know anything Superman Justice League uh, Green Lantern um, and then you know, generally like any tie-ins that um, that all they have uh, you know I, I really you know I, I actually like Flash a lot and the times I read them. Uh, read those comics like I really get a kick out of it but I haven't ever re- sat there and said hey I'm gonna uh, just go through you know every every flash comic so I am looking forward to at some point just having you know a ton of volumes that I can pull down all at once and um, and try to do it and so yeah that's uh, that's me um, and so you know for our first you know kind of kickoff of this um we all kind of talked about like, Hey, where should we get started? You know, what should it look like? And, you know, we all kind of came up with, you know, let's talk about like the, like the current or the just past, um, big event that happened in DC comics, um, which was a dark crisis on infinite earths. And so it had, you know, a lot of setup. Um, and so, uh, you know, let's start off with that. You know, there was a ton of setup and it kind of went a few different directions you know, at times it was hard to kind of see what's coming next and what's happening. Um, 
but let, you know, let's open it up to you guys. Like what, let's kind of think about like the, all, everything that kind of went into setting up uh dark crisis, you know, what, what was your favorite? What kind of stands out to you guys on all that? Well, uh, if I could just, uh, start on that, um, I, uh, well, uh, I don't know if people know this, but it kind of started with, uh, Justice League number 75, you know, with the death of the Justice League, uh, where, uh, Pariah basically wipes out, uh, uh, the entire Justice League in a single, uh, move. And, uh, that kind of started, uh, the whole Dark Crisis, uh, series. But, uh, what I liked about how it started was... Uh, yeah, the Justice League is dead. They acknowledge that in the comic books, but they also said, you know, death doesn't really hold uh, a grip on these guys. You know, they it, it's kind of like death is a revolving door for these for these superheroes. You know, they've all been dead before at one point or another, and they were really, to me, they were really honest to themselves. You know, as a as you know as creators and as a comic book, uh, but also they were really honest towards the the fans, the reader that they were saying, you know, don't worry. Yes, they're dead, but don't worry. They'll be back at some point. And uh, at that point, we didn't know if that was going to be like uh, a day, a week or a year. Uh, but it was to me, it felt really uh, honest uh, to, to, towards the reader and towards themselves. And it also uh, felt reassuring that, you know, yes, your favorite character may be dead now, but don't worry, they'll be back. Well, that's that's always a reoccurring theme in comics. I mean, they're dead one month, and you know they're back the next. So, well, not all of them. I mean, Superman was dead for a whole year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, but they did have the four replacements. But they always knew deep down they had a timeline of when they were bringing him back. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. No, nobody stays dead in the comics. I know. It's just that, um, well, I mean, I'm a Superman fan and, you know, if they did kill, uh, I mean, they did kill the Justice League, but including Superman, but if they, if they kept them all out of the comic books for a year or maybe longer, you know, as a, as a fan, you just want to see your, your hero, your character. You want to see him, you want to read about it. You want to see him in action. So if they, if they did that, uh, you know, I, I mean, for a while it would be okay, but if 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 it if it would have prolonged, then you know I don't think people would like that because people want to see their 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 superhero. So uh, I'm not saying that the books after the death of Superman were bad. Uh, on the contrary, I think they were quite good. Uh, but you know that's not why you buy the comic book called Superman. You you buy it because of Superman. You don't buy it because you'll 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 see Batman in there, for instance. I had yeah. one question, just I mean, not completely off topic, but Boomstam, when you read a comic, are you reading in Dutch? Or are you reading in English? I read them in English. I uh, I prefer them in English. Uh, uh, one, I get them faster because if if I have to wait for the translation, and not all of them get translated. Uh, I would have to wait a, a lot longer before reading them, but I also prefer reading them in English because that's the, you know, the language it was intended in. Uh, 
but it, it does also hold a bit of a challenge for me because um you know at the end of the day i mean i i i feel like i i'm pretty good at english you know reading writing speaking uh but at the end of the day it's not my native language you know even now i have to sometimes um think about uh words or you know uh, sentences and you know trying to uh form them before speaking them the same goes with uh reading a comic book in a different language uh i sometimes have to reread a panel or reread an entire issue to get a better grip on what was meant uh so yeah it does hold its uh challenges in a way but i do prefer i do prefer them in english thanks for asking well, I yeah, guess I want to go impressive. Something. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, you're fine, did you? Uh, I, I was just going to say, I, I do want to disagree a little bit with Boomstam, and that's one of the things I actually kind of found a little bit disappointing about Dark Crisis was, uh, you know, they've been teasing, transitioning away from the uh, original Justice League lineup for, you know, probably five, six years now. They've touched on it. I mean, really, you could probably go back and look to all the way back at Final Crisis. There was talks of, you know, let's take Superman off the board. Let's take Batman off the board for a while and have that next generation of heroes uh, take over the mantles. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things I've always really enjoyed about DC is just the uh, fact that it's got the legacies all set up within there, um, you know, and there's an evolution over time. And that's one of the things with new 52 that they just completely wiped out. And we've just recently started getting back to where it was before the new 52 wiped out all the legacies. Yeah. And you know, when I, when I looked at it and they said, you know, I kind of took it like, Hey, you know, we're, we're going to kill everybody off. Um, and it, and not that it, obviously they, they were up front at first said it's not going to be final but I felt like it was going to be a little longer, you know, and that it was going to be, you know, like we'd see, you know, much more of these characters and everything. And, and while, you know, obviously you got to see, and I think you got to know them a little bit more, um, you know, through, through these, through these comics and this, this series, um, you know, I still, I, I still kind of felt like it would be something similar to death of Superman and, you know, whatever it was, 92, um, where he was gone for, for a while, or, you know, where they were just gone for a lot longer. Well, I think uh, it's funny that you uh, brought up Death of Superman because I think that's one of the most impactful deaths in the comics uh, maybe ever. You know, like I said, they kept him dead for a year, but back then they didn't really have a, uh, a shoe-in as a replacement. You know, they uh, when other, other characters have died, like uh, Barry as the Flash died and they had Wally replace him. Uh, when Batman quote unquote died, uh, they had Nightwing replace him, but there wasn't a next generation Superman. Yes, they tried to replace him with a cyborg Superman and a Superboy and Steel and Eradicator, but there wasn't really anyone that could replace him one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. And now they could have kept him that longer because we have John, you know, the son of Superman, who could have uh, become Superman for a longer period than they actually did in Dark Crisis. So yes, they they could have taken the opportunity to 
really cement these uh, replacements in, but they didn't by bringing them back uh, early. As a matter of fact, they brought them back in the same uh, book series. So, yeah. Okay. And so, you know, kind of, you know, we started off talking about like, you know, kind of setting up for it. Uh, so, you know, Hawkeye Digidex, anything stand out to you guys and how they set up? You know, what do you like? You know, was there any of those key components that you really liked or you didn't like? This is what I'm thinking. That the main characters, while they are alive, they will be running their own issues and they will have the new characters be the Justice League or the Teen Titans. I think they will focus on the new teams and have characters like Superman. I know they're starting a new uh, Green Arrow series, so spoiler alert, I'm pretty sure Oliver Queen isn't dead. But I think they're gonna have them focus more on their own adventures and leave the team to, you know, the new teams, like the younger characters. Well, I think you're right, because, you know, at at the end of Dark Crisis, they did say that the, the Justice League as a team is dead, you know, they're there and then they basically ended with Nightwing saying, you know, I have some ideas on that. Uh, so maybe the Titans will replace them or, you know, whatever. So yes, uh, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, they all probably will do their own thing, but they won't uh, show up for any Justice League uh, meetings or roll calls or whatever. You know, they'll probably, probably just do their own thing. So the Justice League as a team is dead, just not uh, members of the Justice League are dead. Yeah, I think it's a good that's a good point for sure. Hawkeye, what are your so, thoughts? So boom. I, I was just gonna say, like, what did you guys just think of the event overall? Like uh just blanket, you know, how was it paced? Did the moments have like significant heft to them? Um just kinda curious what you guys thought of it. Um I thought the series uh, you know the main series was uh, pretty good i thought uh, most of this the tie-ins or spin-offs or whatever you want to call it are were, were were pretty good because you got to see the uh you know once it was clear that they weren't really dead but they were trapped in a uh new world created by uh, Raya, uh that you, you got to see some of those worlds that was pretty cool you know like uh, uh some kind of uh, heaven or hell for a set uh, a hero. You know, Art uh, got to spend time with his son, which we lost when they uh, uh, super ate uh, uh, John. Uh, I think it was Green uh, 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 Arrow and uh, Dinah. They had some kind of uh, a fairy tale world where they uh, uh, keep finding each other. Uh, so yeah, most of the times I like most, and, and you know the, the entire main series I like. But not all of the science uh, I, I like as much as uh, as the others, and I thought that they were a little bit much. You know, I, I thought if the series as a whole would have been a little bit more compact, I thought I think that would have helped me better uh, understand the entire story of it without uh, branching off all different kind of uh, things, different kind of storylines. But that's just my opinion on it. 
What about you, Digi? Uh, for me, I am a sucker for cameos, and this series jam-packed them through. Having Blue Beetle, two Blue Beetles in one, you know, series, uh, Captain Carrot, characters you usually don't see, like, that's, you know, Mr. Miracles in this, Firestorm, Ronnie Raymond's in it, Two Adams, Felix Faust, even though they weren't all used to their potential and they weren't the main characters, I I love seeing all the different characters used, even if it's in cameo. Obsidian, he's another one, uh, favorite of mine that I got to see that is barely used. What did you guys, uh, and what did you guys think of uh, the villains that were used? I know that Raya is the main uh, bad guy, but uh, he basically enslaved well, every big bad in the DC universe. We have Darkseid on the chain, we have Doomsday on the chain, and they're all pretty much his, 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 his laptop. What do you guys think of that? Uh, in the end, I ended up finding it just very underwhelming. Um, when you're going to throw Darkseid, Necron, Neuron, Doomsday, Deathstroke, um, Ares, you know, you're throwing the absolute baddest of bad in the DC universe on a team together. And I, I really feel like they, they just did not deliver on the promise of what we were showing the first time they showed all of those guys in a, uh, in a spread together during this event. Oh yeah, it was made for splash pages and big wow moments. But I think that they will try to, I guess, recover from this saying, well, they were all under the control of the darkness and that's why they weren't the threats they usually are. But yeah, I mean, it was underwhelming seeing a team of baddies like that. And then you see Dr. Light go one-on-one -on -one with them. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I to me like it kind of you know because Deathstroke always kind of has that like is he a hero is he like an anti-hero like it, like what's going on and I think you know this really kind of put him in that hey when you see somebody teaming up with you know Doomsday and you know all like these like you know Necron and all these really bad of the bads like it really kind of shows that like hey you know, he's he's kind of make, taken that step and something's kind of pushed him really to say, hey, you know, I'm going full villain now. Um, but I, you know, I I guess you kind of look at it several ways, you know, like Digi just said, um, you know, did, you know, being under the influence of something else, like kind of, you know, make them a little weaker where you didn't see them with as much power. But then you also got to see, you know, kind of, you know, at times where John Kent's growing up, right? And, you know, the beast that killed, you know, Kal El, you know, John, you know, took him out, and you know, you have, you know, kind of all this stuff where it's like, hey, like I'm, I'm coming of my own now, and I'm, I'm standing up to, you know, these, these really powerful, you know, beings and creatures, and and walking away, and so, so there's some really powerful moments through some of them, like you know, when John's, you know, taking off to go, like you know, basically fight the whole army himself. Um, to kind of buy the team some time like you know there were there were some things times where kind of you know you could just you kind of felt it 
um, kind of felt it in there. And so I, I, I kind of liked how, how they played like so many people against like these, these new heroes and kind of showed like, Hey, they're going to, they're going to rise up and, and in some cases take out the ones that took out the original heroes, you know, multiple times in the past. Being Black Adam, go try to recruit the Legion of Doom to help him. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be badass. And the Secret Society of Villains, I was like, oh man, this is going to get good. And then very little payoff with that. You know, they were all um, under the influence of the darkness and they run Black Adam out. But I thought, man, this is going to be a cool scene. And pretty underwhelmed by that it was cool like i said i'm a sucker for cameos and i was like oh my god they're all here on one page yeah you know i part of me wondered like if this was like how like it was originally planned to be like hey we're gonna do future state and then we're gonna find ways to connect it like i yeah, part of me wondered like through some of the issues like, was this how they really planned it to be? Or did they just say, hey, we have to figure out how to get it from this point to this point, And the shortest distance is this one line right here, right? And, you know, we, we got to go down this path. Because you're right. Like, there were some things that you're like, man, like, this could be, like, its own little storyline or several issues of a comic itself. And then some of these events were stuck to, like, a page or two pages at best or you kind of saw the beginning of it on one page and then it kind of acknowledges it again like you know a, a different issue kind of saying hey here's what happened there um and so i look part of again like I, I was thinking some of it i was just like man like i don't know if this was the plan but it kind of seems a little rushed and it seems like hey we're, we're trying to get we're trying to close this gap as much as possible So you think they are, you know, they achieved the DC universe that they wanted in the first place by doing this? I don't know. Like, like part of me, like, I wonder, like, what they were, like, I was not a, a huge fan of death metal. Um, you know, I, I really liked some of the Justice League Incarnate stuff that came in there. I liked, um, you know, some of the comics where they kind of went to where where was that i forgot the what the series was called but where dark side and you know jessica cruz and cyborg and asriel um yeah, uh, the frontier or whatever yeah just the obviously i said i think yeah yeah whenever they all went out there like i liked some of those um wasn't a fan of death metal so again i just wonder like are we trying like was there like a a set direction or is this like Hey, we have a bunch of people doing several different things and we're bringing in a new writer here and there and now we have to try to close this loop somehow and so here's the way we can we, that we can do it but well i do feel that ever since they i don't know they've been kind of struggling with what the these communities should look like and what they want it to look like you know with rebirth they took it in a certain direction then with death metal they uh, brought back uh, uh, all the uh, previous stories and common projects that you know everything that happened before matters, um, and they created the, the omniverse. And you know, that's a pretty big 
uh, universe you can play with and, and, and have different versions of your uh, characters and play around with them as, as writers and artists. Uh, now with the Dark Crisis ending, they have uh, the return of the Infinite Universe. So that's basically the universe before the the, the, the Crisis on Infinite Earth. Uh, okay. I don't know how that will uh, how that will affect everything because you know with the DC Omniverse it was already big and now they made it even bigger. Maybe I don't know. How do you guys uh, feel about that? I think they want the most characters that they can have. Every version, I think they're just going for. I, I think the main theme of this was legacy and every. Even Mr. Mitzel Pitalik has a son now that I was unaware of, that Mit, Mickey Mitzel Pitalik, and he was the main villain of Young Justice, where he was their super fan. Yeah, he was new, exactly, yeah. But I, I think it, it will open up the universe for uh, upcoming or you know existing uh, artists and writers. I think it will allow them to do their own thing a little bit more, take the characters in a new direction, or have a different version of that character and, and take, it in a, take it for a spin. So I think that uh, uh, could be a good thing. Uh, but I don't really see uh, that big of a difference between the Omniverse and the Infinite Universe that we have now. But that's well, just... I, I think if they have a storyline that isn't going their way or say the main editor isn't liking what one of the writers is doing, they're like, well, that happened on Earth 28 and a half. So it didn't <laughs> count and... Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. All that crap you saw, uh, it didn't happen. So you don't even have to worry about it. Well, I, I think it, well, they already showed that uh, other books that they brought out, like uh, DC Mac and that sort of book, that, that those kind of books that, you know, they already said that it, it happened on a different Earth or a different universe. Uh, so I think they are already uh, sort of pulling in that direction. So yeah, I think you're right. It's one of those things. I think it it, it it seems like it's a bigger thing than it actually is. Um, if you re if you're reading the mainline books, they all kind of stay in their own corners um, to an extent. Anyway, some of them go a little bit bigger, um, but they're all kind of focused on Prime Earth, Main Earth, or Zero, whatever you want to call it. So well, that, I, uh, yeah, that's true. But you know, uh, way back when. Uh, 1985 when the first crisis on infinite earth happens they did that for a reason because the they thought that uh, the dc universe was getting too complicated to uh you know too complex for new readers so they they reverted it to a single universe with you know the event crisis on infinite earth and now they just brought back all those infinite earths and they're going to say hey we're okay with it now so i mean one of the things is I think everybody's started to get a lot wiser when it comes to Infinite Earths. Um, the other thing you've got to consider too is uh, how many reboots, quasi-reboots, are just altogether retcons they've done of the DC Universe over the last 10 years. Hey, you should uh, know that better than anybody, right, Hawkeye, with uh, <laughs> Hawk, Hawkman's convoluted backstory. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things that, um, it, you know, it's got a lot of repercussions, but how much they'll actually pay off in main storylines and things like that uh, is going to be remain to be seen. True. That's true. Well, you know, I, I don't really uh, mind if they uh, reboot stuff or change things or whatever. You know, I just, I just want uh, great comic books with great stories and and great artwork. Uh, you know, if they if they if they if they do that, I'll I'll be happy. You know, I don't really care if it's uh, if it doesn't really quite fit uh, continuity or if it says you know in this issue superman said this or was there and uh, how could that be if he's in the in, in another place or in another in another time in a different book you know as long as the story uh, on its own is great and the artwork is great you know you won't hear p for me okay i gotta ask you this boomstam because you're the biggest superman fanboy i know and i go to the superman celebration festival there's huge Superman nerds there, but you're probably still the biggest Superman fanboy I know. Do you actually like John? Yes, I do. But I would have liked it if they kept him uh, younger for a longer period of time. If that makes sense. I think he, yeah, he was... He was aged like he was on a sitcom or a soap, right? They aged yeah. him about... They aged him too fast and uh, I mean, look at Damien. He's he's the, the same age, maybe a little bit older than John, uh, and they 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 are you know uh, slowly aging him, if you will. He's I don't know, maybe fourteen now. Ish. And I'll tell you this: I absolutely loathe Damien Wayne. <laughs> I would I would trade a him for a Marvel character. That's how much I hate Damien Wayne. No, I don't, I don't hate Damien. I think I think he was better with uh, with Dick. You know, with the uh, Batman, Superman, Bo uh, Batman, Rob, Bob, Batman, Robin book, Batman and Robin book, where Dick was Nightwing, uh, where Dick was uh, Batman, and where uh, Damien was his uh, his Robin. I think that was uh, better. Uh, to be fair, Nightwing makes every character better, does he not? Everybody loves Nightwing, so I mean, yeah, true. But I I also think he made a great Batman for his Robin. You know, if uh, with his uh, with with Bruce, there's just uh that father and son uh tension that tends to uh turn into world war three every time they're together so uh and you know for a while that's fun but it's been going on for a long long time now you know for now you're like you know can they just get along and be a, a great uh, uh dynamic duo together and they just don't seem to work that out my favorite, I mean, this is what I'd want for him. I would love for Damian Wayne to become a villain. I think that would probably be the best. I mean, they've already killed him off. No one liked his solo series. Just make him a villain. I think that would be a, an amazing storyline to have. I actually quite enjoyed his uh, solo series, so uh, take that back. <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. I, I do love Hawkman, though, if that gets many points back with you. Uh, it started with John, and like I said, I, I really, really like the uh, uh, the uh, Super Sun series. You know, where the, where both uh, Robin and uh, and Superboy uh, uh, team up. 
and they go on uh, all sorts of adventures together. You know, I just absolutely love those stories. Uh, and I still think they, 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 uh, uh, they, they made a mistake by aging him up too, too fast. I, uh, I, I do think he's a great Superman. Uh, and I'm curious with, uh, what, what direction they will, uh, uh, take him. You know, I, we already know that he is going to be the next Superman blue. If you, uh, keep up with any sort of, uh, comic book news. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's interesting to see where, where that is headed. Uh, but yeah, I, I like John, but okay. if, if, if I had to um, choose, I prefer Clark. All right. Back to the books. Does anybody have a favorite moment that happened in the main series, you know, one through seven, one of my favorite moments is when, uh, black Adam sees both blue beetles. He goes, do we really need two blue beetles? And my answer is always yes. Uh, probably for me, my personal favorite was uh, Black Adam. After everything's said and done, he's talking to uh, John and Clark, and uh, he, he tells John, uh, "At least you didn't die like your father did." And then flies off, and John just like, I, "I don't know whether that was a compliment or not." And Clark's just like, "Yeah, that was that was a compliment." About oh yeah, I, I, yeah, I love that. That, that. that was a great moment. Okay, but so yeah, I think that you know this will allow them to experiment a little bit more with legacy characters or characters that we haven't seen in a little while. So yeah, I, I think it's uh, interesting going forward. One thing we haven't discussed yet is that uh, epilogue at the end of uh, issue seven, uh, where they did something really interesting where they uh, introduced the light from Young Justice yeah. into the main continuity. Yeah. Um, which I definitely thought was interesting. And then you get that final splash page of uh, Waller with Peacemaker and... And a Lady Peacemaker. A Lady Peacemaker. And then two other characters that don't really have a, uh, a a name to them yet, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Uh, the Batman character, he kind of looks like... Uh, what's that? Uh, latest Batman villain called that robot Batman feel safe. He kind of looks like feel safe a little I, bit. I, so I believe the peacemaker girl robot is peace wrecker. I think that's her name. Really? So yeah. I, uh, so I kind of looked at it a little different. So did you guys read, uh, the issue where Amanda Waller basically takes on earth three? Yeah. Yeah. So I think this kind of ties into a lot of that. Like, you know, her kind of being in the multiverse, like bringing back multiple versions. And that's where I think, like personally, I think the Batman Superman person actually more to me closely resembles a evil version of when Batman, Superman and the Green Lantern, where they all kind of combined uh, the Green Lantern power within Batman and Superman. That's why you see like the yellow hand. So it's like you probably have like the e like some sort of evil um version of you know Kal-El's enemy Batman's enemy and then Yellow Lantern um kind of coming together to have that person and then I don't really know who the big one is I was trying to think through it but I can't really I, I couldn't really figure out who the big person was kind of standing mm -hmm. in the back I think that's an interesting approach Burger. uh 
you know, with your analogy of the uh, combining of Batman, Superman, and Green Lantern, I really haven't thought of it that way. The big guy, I think he might be, but I'm not sure. He might be the Equus or Equis character from uh, Superman for Tomorrow, from a very long time ago. He kind of looks like that, but he could also be a whole new uh, bad guy. So I don't know. We'll see. But I like your approach for the uh, Superman Batman character. Yeah, because it looks just like him. I mean, obviously, yeah. it didn't have like the weird, you know, smile on his face and all that. But it looks just like him from the 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 most recent run of Batman Superman. You know, that comic series where they fight like mm-hmm. what's it, Naz- Demon Naza or whatever. Um, yeah, it looks it looks just like that person. He also has a lantern symbol on his shoulder pad. If I if I uh, look at it correctly, you guys notice that? Well, I noticed the yellow hand that was glowing, and that's why I figured. Well, on the same hand, he's yellow lantern symbol on his on his shoulder pad in green. Pretty cool. Yeah. So, so I so I think I, that is kind of cool how it sets it up. But sorry, Hawkeye, you were going. Uh, you're fine. I just I think I think we've covered Dark Crisis pretty well. Um, and uh, you know this crazy thing right now is DC is just kind of firing off events left and right, left and right. Uh, Batman versus Robin just wrapped up and has now launched into Lazarus. Lazarus is Lazarus. Man, Lazarus planet <laughs> um which first issue uh, came out this week yeah uh what were your guys' thoughts on that and uh what do you think that's going to mean going forward for for the dcu i really liked uh the uh again some legacy characters like uh power girl uh you know th- th- those characters come back um and I like the issue. I like I like the setup. I like where it's going. Um, I liked uh, what they did with the magic stuff. You know where the the, the magic was going hokey and uh, uh, it created like super storms uh, on the entire planet, and that they changed how the powers worked for some uh, uh, characters. For both magic based and and non magic based magic based characters because uh, apparently now in this in these conditions uh, the yellow sun hurts Supergirl instead of recharges her. Uh, we have a wounded Batman who is reliant on a uh, kind of like magical infusion from uh, the devil Neza to to stay alive. So yeah, it's an interesting interesting setup and. I can't wait to see where uh, where where they're going to take things. Anyway, I so- unfortunately have not read that yet. I haven't gone to the comic book store. And, and it's, it's not, it's not coming up on my DC Infinite yet. And I even have the deluxe thing. I still haven't seen it on there yet. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, spoilers don't stop me. I mean, I'll... 
Yeah, no, I so I like that issue. I, I liked it a lot. I won't go into too much more because I don't want to throw it off for Digidex. But um, you know, I really, I, I, I really liked the latest issue of Action Comics. Everybody oh, read yeah. that. Cool. You guys read that yet? Oh yeah. Okay, I wanted to make sure I didn't throw it too, but yeah, yeah, but I've read that. Seeing like all of a sudden, I mean, like it kind of takes you back to, um, you know, like pre-crisis Superman, where it's like, hey, rules don't really belong to me anymore. Like I can, you know, traverse great distances, but I, I it personally, I hated. I really did not like the fact everybody knew Clark Kent was Superman. I, I really didn't like it. You know, I think it's really unique how they had Lex Luthor be the one to solve it um, and how he solved it. But then just that one frame, that one page of where Lex is like, okay, I sent you far away. See you later. It's going to be a while. And then all of a sudden, before he could even turn around, it's like, nope, sorry. <laughs> you know, like time, distance, space, like those things have no meaning to me anymore. Um, and, I, you know, I'm back and then I'm taking you apart quickly um, just showing you that, hey, it's a different world and, you know, there's a different sheriff in town now. Uh, so I really I really thought that was that it was really cool. And then honestly, the end of that where it kind of starts to tease, I'm assuming it's teasing Gog, um, right? You know, coming coming back and, you know, going Magog. through. Huh? Magog. Well, so there was Gog and Magog, right? And so. Magog is the god and Magog is the guy who, who, who is, is uh, basically his puppet. Okay. Yeah, where he just kind of goes through kind of hyper time and like just yeah. killing different versions of Superman. So I like how they're kind of now they're tying some Kingdom Come, come into it. Uh, so it was so it was pretty cool. I really liked yeah. that a lot. Magog was also in the uh, in the in the in the canon uh, uh, issues of Superman. There are two books. There's the In the Name of Gog and uh, The Wrath of Gog, which also features. Uh, well, he was called David. I think he was called David Rice uh, uh, back then, and he uh, he became uh, Magog. You know, the guy with the one eye and the laser spear. Uh, I think he now has a different name, uh, different last name. He's still David, but he has a different uh, different name. And uh, I liked how they they set that up in uh, Batman vs Superman, where he uh, was previously the sidekick of Superman. I thought that was pretty cool uh, how they. Uh, how they set that up. Um, one little note, uh, what you said about Action Comics uh, Burger. I, I also really enjoyed uh, the page uh, where you uh, said, you know, uh, Superman doesn't really uh, uh, have to have uh, uh, considerations about gravity and space time and that sort of stuff. You know, I like how, how, how all powerful he has become, you know, like you said, like in, in pre-crisis. Pre um, there's just one thing that I maybe didn't like as much about the issue, uh, and that was, uh, you know, Lex, he said, uh, he said that he, uh, accepted that the world needs Superman because that became, uh, clear to him during the, uh, dark crisis and during the metal, uh, uh series, I think he was referring to, um, but then he started, uh, you know, for an evil genius, he started, uh, uh, how, do you, how do you say this? Uh, uh, yeah, English word for it. He started uh, consider, not not considering. 
and Lex is always a, a calculated guy. You know, he's a smart guy. He's supposed to be a genius. And the way he said, you know, um, uh, the world needs a Superman, but I'm going to give him a better Superman. I'm going to build him a suit. It kind of felt like a little juvenile uh, approach to uh, fixing, uh, quote unquote, uh, Superman. And it's, I, I didn't really think that was Lex-like, you know? I, I think Lex would have, I don't know, maybe uh, found a better, different way to deal with Superman without killing him, you know, keeping him around, but keeping him, keeping him in check or something, you know, not just, uh, yes, the world needs a Superman, and so I'm going to build you a better Superman, you know, it, it felt too, too easy, too, too simple for Lex. I, I, I don't think it, it lacks any justice, if you understand what I mean. Sure. Yeah, you're um, saying it was just too straightforward for Lex, like yeah, he's saying that. Yeah, I mean, I liked how Superman handled it. You know, he, he took his, his suit apart in in like a, a tenth of a second. But you know, I thought it was a uh, not so super genius Lex, or you know, I, I don't. It, it, they could have done Lex a little bit better, in my opinion. Maybe Lex was drunk that day or was on weed gummies or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Oh, man. Um, so, so one last thing, you know, we're kind of running a little long. Um, you know, I'm curious, you know, what are your guys' thoughts, you know, totally shifting off comic books, uh, but new DCU, you know, changes they've made, announcements that have come out. You guys excited about it, looking forward to it? Like, what are your guys' first thoughts? I'm gonna hope for the best, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, there's a, you mean a movie universe, right? Yes, sir. Uh, well, you know, I I was a uh, I really liked Cavill as Superman, so I was a little bit bummed that they uh, well they they killed that. Uh, like Digi like they, Digi said, I hope they. Uh, they do the character justice. I hope they do all the characters justice. Uh, I hope they get some great actors for the roles that they have in mind. I am curious what they are going to do about the uh, Matt Reeves Batman. You know, are they going to keep that intact or are they going to kill that off too? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess I'm glad James Gunn uh, is heading the project now for the most part, but uh, also, uh, you know, I don't think the Suicide Squad that he did was the best DC movie ever. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't, you know, awesome sauce either. So, I don't know. We'll see. Hawkeye, what about you? I personally think that everybody just needs to take a chill pill with it. Um, I, I've heard so many folks that just, you know, kind of just want to burn it to the ground at this point. And it's, you know, why don't we wait, see what actually gets announced, see what this new team is actually going to produce. Um, we have nothing to go off of other than James Gunn's two series that he's done that 
aren't really mainstream. So let's see what he does with a little bit more mainstream uh, mm-hmm. before we start trying to crucify the uh, new attempt at the DC universe. Hey, and I'll say this, you know, I'm not a Marvel guy, but the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie was one of my favorite Marvel movies they made, so. Well, that's saying something. Yeah, you know, my thoughts, you know, for so long, you know, I would look at, you know, the DC animated movies, head, head and shoulders above everything else they were creating. Uh, yeah, definitely. They, they all tied together well. They set each other up. They, you know, had a main storyline, but then they had, you know, battles throughout it that kind of like you could tell like breadcrumbs that were kind of tying together with everything. Um, so I loved that. And so I'm, I'm hoping and I really am hoping that that's what we're going to see with the new DCU. And, you know, I'm excited about it. You know, I I think the old one, it was more about how do we catch up with Marvel than it is. How do we build something that's going to stand on its own and and all that? So I hope that that's where I, I feel like that's where it's going. And so I know it's not always going to be a popular thing, but I think, you know, we're all of the same mind of like, let's just get a badass story put together and let's see some really cool things happen. So, you know, I'm really, really hopeful that's the direction that we're going. Wasn't the, 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 uh, I don't know, the, uh, the, uh, what do you call that? The, the guy that gets the voice actors together. Uh, the uh, yada yada director from the animated movies. Was he supposed to be the uh, the right hand man for Gun uh, in in at, at DC at first? Uh, they he did say Gun did say that he was going to use. Justice League Unlimited, Young Justice, and the animated movies as the template of what he was trying to do for the live action movies. I mean, he did say that in one of his interviews. So I guess that's good news. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Well, guys, it was it was badass hanging out with you guys for a little while today. Um, you know, listeners, everybody that's out there, you know, know the first episode ran a little longer. Um, but you know, we look forward to coming together and, you know, throwing some more, uh, comics and we'll, again, like most of the time it'll probably be up to date, like what's happening right now in comics, but we will, uh, probably do some episodes on prior ones. Uh, we'll probably do some things where we, you know, get some, you know, people to come on and participate and, you know, we'll send you guys the comics that we're going to be discussing. So that way, uh, you guys can talk about it with us, but uh, really excited to you know bring this kind of new forum you know not just sit around and talk about DCL like we normally do but you know really talk about the everything behind DCL the things that kind of brought us to the game and the things that you know we've all loved you know for the majority part of our lives so um, with that you know uh, we are we're signing off and so uh, thanks everybody for hanging out with us for a little while and we'll talk to you guys soon yeah I just wanted to thank you guys for inviting me for this really excited about it. And uh, I hope we uh, do this for a long time. It was great hanging out with you guys. I had a blast as well. Look forward to doing more episodes with you guys. You guys have a good rest of your days. Hello, hello, everyone. It's yours truly, the AB. Thanks for listening to the show. And won't you please consider becoming a Patreon? I am. And let me tell you, it's easy, super easy. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash WROL broadcast. Be the first one to get the inside scoop with exclusive content, early reviews. Listen, 
Packages start as low as $1. That's less than a handful of gems. Even an old man like me can do it. And I'm at the age where I want two girls. Just in case I fall asleep, they'll have someone to talk to. 